You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. God in every season has something to say. Iyon po ang ibig sabihin ng hark. Okay, may dapat tayong marinig sa Panginoon because hark means to listen or take heed or heed. Okay, at pag-uusapan po natin yung pagpapakita ng anghel sa iba't ibang Bible character na may sinabi ang Panginoon sa kanila. At ngayon pong araw na ito, we are going to talk about Mary, yung kanya pong buhay, on how God revealed God's plan for her life and for His plan for the salvation of many people. Do you believe that we are blessed by God? Okay? Naniniwala ko kayo doon? Alam mo ninyo, bawat isa sa atin ay pinagpaalanan ng Panginoon. Sabi ni Jesus, He came to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And everyone who received Christ in his heart received that favor. Kaya whether you like it or not, if Christ is in you, you are favored by God. Amen. Not only that you are favored, you are actually blessed. Can you say that with faith from your heart to the person beside you? Can you say, you are favored by God? Sabi niyo, you are blessed by God. Alam mo ninyo, kung sinabi niyo yan ng may pananampalataya doon sa tabi niyo, sa katabi niyo, bumalik ho yan sa inyo. Okay? Kung paano niyo sinabi, you are blessed. So parang sinabi yung sa sarili mo. Okay? Because what you sow is actually what you reap. Sa araw na ito, ipag-uusapan po natin yung mga deklarasyong yan. Dahil napakahalaga na maunawaan natin na mayroong katotohanan na nagsasabing tayo ay blessed, tayo ay favored ni Lord. Okay, all we have to do is to put our trust in Him, to believe on those words of God, and it will surely come to pass in our lives. Christ already did the blessing, gave us the favor more than 2,000 years ago. It's up to us to exercise our faith on it. Ang topic po natin is about, is the titles, Hark and Trust God. Tumayo po tayong lahat. At papasahin po natin ang Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 38. In the sixth month of the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he became to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and ever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth is in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. 
Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Let us all pray. Lord, salamat sa iyong pagsama sa bawat isa sa amin sa lugar na ito. Ito po isang pagkakataon na makilala ka sa isang malalim, personal at bibliyang kaparaanan. We seek for your blessing. Lord, we seek for your understanding even as we listen to your word. Thank you so much, God, to be with us, Lord God, and enable us to see you in this message. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. We are going to talk about three things about what we can learn in the life of Mary. The first is trust in God's will trust in God's ways, trust in God's word, and that's exactly what she did when she received the revelation from the Lord through an angel. Now, let's see and look at the background. Alam natin na si Mary ay isang pinagpala ng Diyos. Pero what made her qualified to really be called by God? Analyze natin yung kanyang buhay at yung background ng kanyang buhay para makilala natin ng gusto sino to si Mary. Now, Sabi ng verse 26, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Si Mary po ay taga-Galilee, Nazareth. Okay? To a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Now, ano ba yung Nazareth? Maring iniisip ninyo, Nako si Mary, makitindi ang plano ng Panginoon sa kanyang buhay. Siya ay magdadalang tao at ang, eh, ang kanyang dadalhin ay ang tagapagligtas ng mundo. Siguro ang Galilee, ang Nazareth ay isang sikat at prominenting lugar. Siguro maraming mayayaman doon at mga matataas na tao marahil doon nakalinya si Mary. Pero tingnan mo natin. Ang City of Galilee, ang kanyang reputation, isa po siyang mahirap na bayan. Isa siyang maliit na siyudad at higit sa lahat, siya po ay isang paganong siyudad. So magtataka ka, teka muna, bakit doon nang galing ang isang taong gagamitin ng Diyos para pagluwala ng Misaya? Di ba, di ba dapat galing siya sa isang royal blood? But that's the reality if we are to look at the background of the city of Galilee named Nazareth. Okay? Kaya sinasabi natin by just by looking at this, she was really unlikely to be chosen because she came from this kind of a city. Now, alam nyo sa atin kasi, kahit ako sa panahon natin, mayroong mga tatak yung bawat bayan eh. Halimbawa, pag sinabi, saan ka nakatira? Sa Muntinlupa, sa loob, sa labas. Aba, di ba? Saan ka nakatira? Sa Mandaluyong. <laughs> sa loob, sa labas. Kasi may certain na naitatak sa siyudad na yun. E sinasabi ko po, ganun doon dito sa City of Galilee, mayroon na siyang tatak eh. Siya ay isang paganong bayan. Isang mahirap na bayan. Isang maliit lang siyang bayan sa madaling salita, obscure siya. Okay? Hindi parang pinapansin. In their perception, nothing good would come out of Nazareth. Pero dito po nanggaling si Maria. That's why we say she was unlikely to be chosen. Doon bakit, in a human perspective, Pipili ba si Lord ng mga taga doon? Di ba dapat mga prominenting mga lugar? Alam ba, pwede naman si Lord kumuha sa Bethel. Dalang Bethel means the house of God. Pwede siyang kumuha sa Hebron. Because it's the first capital of Judah. Very prominent place. This was the place when David became first king. Jerusalem, it is the city of David. And the, the temple was located in Jerusalem. Pwede naman kumuha si Lord ng babae sa Bethlehem. Because this is the town of David. Now, kung titignan natin, Parang walang kasignisignificance yung Galilee, yung Nazareth. That's why it was so unlikely that she was 
chosen by God. But we can no longer change the history. The fact was, God chose her despite the fact that she came from that city. Amen. Now, another another part of the background of Mary. To a virgin betrothed to a man, sabi ng verse 27, whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Pag sinabi pong virgin, hindi lamang po yung sa kanilang panong, basta dalaga, walang asawa, okay, virgin ang tawag ko Okay? Now, but in reality, talaga namang virgin din siya, in, even in our uh, human perspective or human definition of what a virgin is. Okay? Talaga naman pong virgin siya. Siya po ay around 14 years old, naglalaro kasi 13 to 15 years old. Ano pong ibig sabihin nun? Ang ibig sabihin lang nun ay simple. Okay? Maliban siya sa ay birhen, maliban siya ay mahirap, siya ay kulang sa karanasan at wala marayal sapat na maturity para mapili na maging tagapang, na maging, na maging nanay ni Jesus sa sal- laman. Unqualified siya sa madaling salita. Ang alagaan ay isang misaya. So, hindi ba mas maganda kung mag-aalaga niya na isang expert na nanay? Yung talagang alam ang ginagawa niya para lang sa ganun, maalagaan ng gusto si Jesus Cristo. Di ba? Kung kayo'y kukuha kayo ng yaya, alimbawa ng anak ninyo, gusto niyong palagaan sa isang taong marunong at mayroong karanasan. Marahil, 24 na naging anak. Yung mga ganun. Siguro naman ay sanay na sanay na yun. Pero si Maria ay walang karanasan. Very pure and innocent ang kanyang kaisipan sa mga bagay na yun. Now, isa pa siya, isang babae, bakit siya ang pinili? Okay? E, in a patriarchal nation, because then, ang mga babae, second class citizen lang. Okay? Pagkababae, they were not even qualified to get an inheritance. Dahil kadalasan mga lalaki lang, lalo na yung panganay na lalaki. Pero mga babae, hindi sila ay naasa na tatanggap ng inheritance. And papaanong siyang gagamitin ng Diyos, eh ang mga babae sa panahon yun, very insignificant sa kanilang society. As I said, para nga silang mga second class citizen lang. Hindi lamang yun. Usually, sa ating kultura, no, maraming nagpapangalan ng Maria. Tama ba? Meron ba rito ang pangalan niya ay Maria? Merong Maria sa unahan, taas sa kamay. Ama, meron. Ama, marami yan. Maria. Maria Ana, Maria Leonora, Teresa, Maria Ignacia, Maria Sigundina, Maria... Basta marami, iba-ibang klaseng Maria yan eh. Because in our perspective of the name Mary, it means pure, it means innocent. Ang ganda, hindi ba? But ano nga ba ibig sabihin talaga ng pangalan ni Mary? Yan, sa tagal nating nag-aaral ng salita ng Diyos dito, hindi niyo pa alam. Ano ba yung Hebrew word ng pangalan ni Mary? Okay, ito po yung galing sa pangalang Miriam. Ang Hebrew word na Miriam, yun po ang ibig sabihin ng Mary at si Miriam ay yung kapatid ni Moses na nagrebelde sa kanya. Okay? Kaya ang pangalang Mary, ang ibig sabihin niya is rebellious. I'm not saying that Mary was indeed a rebellious person during her time. I am not saying that. But what I mean, that was exactly the meaning of her name. So if you are to look at Mary during their time, she had somehow a very low self-esteem. Mababa ang kanyang tingin sa kanyang sarili. Galing siya sa mahirap na lahi, siya kulang sa karanasan, siya napaka-inusente, around 14 years old lamang siya, wala siyang masyadong kaalaman, wala siyang masyadong nalalaman, 
At pagkatapos, tuwing tatawagin yung Mary, parang binabagit na rebellious. So, mababa yung kanyang self-esteem. So, kung iisipin mo, paano magiging qualified ang ganitong klase ng babae para magamit ng Panginoon? It appears that she was somehow cannot be used by God. But you know what? God is sovereign. God can use anyone He would like to use. Si Mary ay larawan ng bawat isa sa atin. We used to be rebels before God because of our sins. Not only rebels, we were enemies of God. Why? Dahil lahat tayo ay makasalanan at hindi nakaabot sa pamantayan ng Diyos. By virtue of God's standard of holiness and by the nature that we have as sinners, all of us were unqualified to meet that standard. Sa madalit salita, para tayong larawan ni Mary, there's nothing good in us that we can say we deserve to be used by God. But you see, all of you are here and you were chosen by God to have an eternal life. Do you agree? We received Christ as our Lord and Savior and God gave us the favor and God has blessed us not because of our own qualification but only by His mercy and by His grace. Amen. That somehow is the picture of Mary before the sight of God. Now, the question is what made her qualified? Bakit kung ganito ang kalagayan pala ni Mary, hindi siya isang prominenting tao, hindi siyang sikat, Bakit siya ang pinili ng Panginoon? Simple lamang po ang pagpapaliwanag at nabasa na rin natin sa mga verses na binasa natin kanina. Balikan natin sandali. Ang sabi ng verse 28, at Angel Gabriel spoke to her. At alam natin ang mga angel, ito ay mensahero ng Panginoon. So yung mensahe nila, parang ito po ay talagang mensahe na rin na galing sa Panginoon. Anong sabi ron? From her situation, ang sabing bigla ng angel sa kanya, and he came to her and said, Greetings! Of favored one, the Lord is with you. Could you imagine? She was called favored one. Why she is favored? Because the Lord is with you, the angel said. The angel did not mention about her qualification. Her qualification was just simply, she was chosen by God, period. And the Lord was with her. There's nothing spectacular about Mary, but God chose her. Because God has sovereign prerogative to choose whoever He wants to choose. The mere fact that we are here and we are enjoying the blessings of God and enjoying the eternal life that God has given us, it is not by our own merit that we receive that favor. What we receive from God is the unmerited favor, a favor that we don't really deserve at all because we are sinners before God. And yet, the amazing grace of God move and grace means unmerited favor. God has given us His favor that now we have eternal life and we are called children of God. It is not us who declare that we are children of God. It is God Himself who said that we are children of God in Christ Jesus. I remember, sa Old Testament, maraming ginamit ang Panginoon. May mga ginamit ang Diyos na tinawag na lamang bigla ng Panginoon eh, Mighty Man of Valor. Kilala nyo ba kung sino yon? Si Gideon. Gideon was least in his family, least in their clan, so undeserving, could not do anything for himself and for his nation. And when, they, when, when God appeared to him, tinawag siyang Mighty Man of Valor. 
I remember my personal testimony when I was part of a Bible study around 10 to 12 kami. Lahat nagsasalita na sa, sa, sa Bible study na yun. Lahat nagsasalita na, ako na lang din nagsasalita. Tapos sabi sa akin ng pastores, ako ang believe, balang araw si Jonathan magiging pastor. Sabi ko, parang naiinsulto yata ako ah. Murkit hindi ako nagsasalita. I was then at the age of around 18 years old, 19 years old. Sabi niya, ako niya niniwala, balang araw magiging, past- magiging pastor si, si Jonathan. I could not... Sa akin, it was somehow an insult because I was the only one who was not talking at that moment. God has the spiritual eyes to see the future. God is calling you favored. God is calling you blessed even though you don't think it that way. You don't see yourself blessed. Pastor, pasabi kong blessed, wala akong trabaho. Nagtatrabaho man ako, dati minimum. Paano ako blessed? God has a different eyes than what the kind of eyes that we don't have. Kaya niyang tignan ng tao sa kanyang kinabukasan. And when God says so, you have to believe God. Amen. So ito po si Mary, what made her qualified? Nothing. It's just that God said, favored one, God is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. Because there must be something be behind that prophetic call. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Again, right after that, there, there were no reasons mentioned. Bakit ka favored? It's just that you are favored because the Lord is with you. God decided to be with you and that's all. We cannot say, Lord, I am very much qualified to be used by you. Lord, you know, alam mo naman, nagtapos ako sa college, nagmasteral pa ako, nagdoctorate pa ako, Lord. Kaya dapat lang talaga gamitin mo ako. There's no qualification. Simply, the Lord is with us and He gave us the favor in Christ Jesus. Amen. First Corinthians 1.27 God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. Ginagamit ng Panginoon ang mga may hina upang ipahiya ang mga malalakas. That's exactly the picture of Mary. She was weak, she was innocent, and yet she was used by God so mightily. When God revealed this plan for entire humanity without her knowing it as simple as she was, the plan of God was actually knocking at the door of her house. Siya pala ang gagamitin ng Panginoon. There were people used by God in the Old Testament. This was not something new before. This was not something new before God. Maraming ginamit ang Panginoon na very unqualified and yet, yet God made them qualified by His grace and by His mercy. Let's look at the Old Testament. Kung sino ba yung mga ilang ginamit ng Panginoon na hindi mo akala gagamitin ng Diyos? Ora si Noah. Si Noah is drunkard. Si Abraham was too old and yet became the father of many nations. Jacob was a liar and a deceiver. Leah was an ugly woman. Joseph was abused. Moses stuttered. Bulul bulul. Moses was, uh, Rahab was a woman prostitute and yet used by God to hide the spies so that the plan of God would be fulfilled. Jeremiah was too young and yet God put words into his mouth. David was an adulterer and murderer yet became the greatest king of Israel. Elijah was a suicidal and yet was used by God 
for the transformation of Israel. Now, so hindi na bago sa Panginoon ng isang taong hindi qualified ay kanyang gamitin. Same as with Mary, a 14-year-old, innocent, pure woman of God, ginamit ng Diyos for a great and mighty work for our salvation. Amen? What can we learn from the life of Mary? Sabi natin ay wala siyang qualification. God chose her. The good thing when the message was revealed to her, she started trusting God. And the first one is she trusted God's will. Dito po sa may verse 31 to 33, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. You will conceive in your womb. Dadalin mo sa iyong sinapupunan. Para bang napakasimple lang. Sa ating panahon, kapag kami mayroon dalagang biglang nagbuntis, walang asawa, sasabihin mo bang, himala. Ganun pa kasimple yun? You cannot say, bigla kang magbubuntis na lang, tapos sasabihin mo, from God. <laughs> Baka batukan ka ng nanay mo. <laughs> Di ba? But that's precisely what the angel was saying to her. You will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Parang simple, no? Pero... Komplikado yan. He will be great and will be, he and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Anong, hindi, si Mary po mga kapatid ay hindi nag-resist sa bagay na ito. I knew in, his, in her mind she could not probably grasp and understand well. Ano bang ibig sabihin nito? Bigla na lang magbubuntis. Tapos tatawagin ko yung magiging anak ko na Jesus. Tapos ito yung magiging dakilang tagapagligtas. Ang unang kagat titignan ni Mary yung sarili niya, eh, sino ko? Para gawa ng ganito ng Diyos. May mga sakripisyo rin nakakaakibat ng kanyang pagtanggap, ng kanyang pagsunod sa Panginoon. Now, sa buhay natin, minsan tayo po ay May mga plano na hindi natin inaasa. May mga plano tayo sa buhay natin tapos biglang may bagay na mangyayari na hindi natin inaasahan. Paano natin ito tinatanggap? You will conceive in your womb. Maraming sa panahon natin, hindi man tayo si merit, hindi naman tayo magbubuntis, but certainly, we have on our heart Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is in our heart na si Jesus sa puso natin, and Christ must be great, and Christ must reign over us. O paano natin mapapatunayan yun? Kapag ka yung kalooban mo ay isinuko mo sa kalooban ng Diyos. Ganun ba kadali yun? Hindi po ganun kadali yun. Nangangailangan ng pagtitiwala para mo magawa ang bagay na yun. Sa konteksto natin ng tiwala, trust is not automatic, it is being earned. But Mary put her trust in God right away. The fact that she said in John chapter 1, verse 46 to 48, she said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble state of his servant, and behold, from now on all generation will call me blessed. Komplikado ang istorya, marami siyang babayarang presyo, and yet, 
she saw herself as somebody blessed by God. Ano ho yung mga plano ninyo sa buhay ngayon? Will you allow God to arrest your will and allow His plan to take place? Madaling sabihin, kapag kayo plano ng Diyos, ay eh, kapareho doon sa plano mo. Pero kapag ka ang plano mo ay naiiba doon sa plano ang sinasabi ng Diyos sa iyo, most of the time, I say, not all the time, but most of the time, your will is the one that, that will prevail. Kasi, misa may katigasan yung ulo natin eh. Hindi ba? May mga plano tayo na biglang suddenly mag intervene si Lord, mag na ako hindi pa ako nasa full-time ministry, ang plano ko maging isang businessman. Ang plano ko ay ako'y magnegosyo dahil ang gusto ko, yumaman ako. That was my plan. But suddenly, in the middle, in the middle of my story, the Lord called me and I was born again and eventually God called me into the full-time ministry to be a pastor. Something that I rejected even before. Something that it was not really part of my plan. But you see, this life came from God. Ang buhay natin galing sa Diyos. At ang dapat na magplano ay ang Panginoon at tungkulin natin ay hanapin, Lord, anong plano mo sa buhay ko? Gusto ko mag-align sa plano mo. Hindi ko sinasabing masama ang mga arap para sa inyong sarili. Lahat tayo ay meron. Pero kung kayo po ay may plano sa inyong buhay, hawakan po ninyo. Hawakan nyo lang ng katamtaman. Huwag sobrang higpit. Dahil pag sobrang higpit ang hawak ninyo sa inyong plano. Kapag bibigyan ka ng Lord ng panibagong plano, ayaw mo nang bitawan yung plano mo sa iyong sarili. Hawakan mo lang siya ng tama. Ayaw ko namang hawakan mo ng very loose yung plano na yun or else wala ka namang commitment. Diyan, hawakan mo lang ng tama pero wag mong hawakan ng sobrang higpit dahil kapag kinukuha na ng Panginoon yung plano mo at bibigyan ka niya ng mas mainam na plano, mag-aaway na kayo ni Lord. And most of the time, ganun tayo. Adyan po ba kayo? Sa mga mag-aasawa, lalo na pag sinabi, anak, hindi siya, Lord siya na. <laughs> Hawak mo na siya sa leeg eh. <laughs> Okay? You, you know, God will intervene in your life without even knocking at your door. God is not obliged to intervene. He will intervene whenever He feels convenient to intervene because God is God. Amen? And sometimes we, used to, we will experience the unexpected but will you trust God's will in your life or will you trust your own will? So Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You see, the will of God sometimes appears to be not perfect. But the Bible says His will is good, pleasing, and perfect. Maganda kaaya-aya at ganap. Ibig sabihin, walang sablay. All we have to do is to trust the plan of God for us. The question that's, that would challenge us is this, are you, are you willing to set aside your own will to allow God's will to happen? It wasn't easy during the time of Christ when He was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was in a human form. That's why He knew what was about to take place lalatiguin siya, sisigawan siya, pe-persecutin siya, ipapako siya sa krus, sisibatin siya, ampasin siya ng mga patalim sa kanyang katawan. That's why sabi niya, Ama Kumari, lumagpas na ang kopang ito sa akin, pero hindi ang aking kalooban, kundi ang kalooban mo ang siyang maganap sa akin. Your situation may be the same as that of Christ Jesus, but certainly, you know what? When you intend to obey the will of God, 
there is really price to pay. Amen. It's not always convenient, but that's when trust can be seen. Can you trust God for the unknown? We have to put our trust in Him because He knows the path of life. Amen. Second, trust in God's ways. That's exactly what Mary also did. Sabi ng verse 34, And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? Nalala niyo ba si Sikaraya? Nagtanong din eh, di ba? Okay, ang tanong niya, How can I be assured of this? Yung kanyang tanong, puno ng pagdududa, kasi sigurista siya eh. Papaano ko makakasigurong mangyayari to? That was not the question of Mary. Ang question niya ay, How will this be? Papaanong mangyayari ito? It just simply means the how to. Papaano? Okay? Ang sagot ang angela ito, the angel said to her, or answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you in the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Kung kay Mary, normal lang ang magtanong, dahil nga naman dalaga siya, papaano siyang biglang magbubuntis. And the Holy Spirit, and the angel explained to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Sasayo. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. It is not your power, but the power of the Most High God. Adyan po kayo. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So kahit hindi ka nakipagtalik sa lalaki, magkakaroon ka ng anak because ang, mang, ang pupunta niya sa sinapupunan mo ay galing sa Holy Spirit. Amen? Jesus was without sin. He never even inherited a bit of sin. Mary was under the law and all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Dahil sa madali salita, si Mary may be highly favored, but he was just like you and me, ordinary person. And she was also one of those being mentioned in Romans chapter 3, verse 23 that says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Lahat ay nagkasala nga. Kung ang humanity ni Jesus Christ ay galing kay Mary, therefore si Jesus ay may inherited sin. Pero ba, pastor, di ba, ba dumaan siya kay Mary? Yun po ang tamang salita, dumaan siya kay Mary. And Mary serve as her mother here on earth. Hindi po siya natin matawag na nanay ng Diyos. Dahil ang Diyos po, sa totoo lang, walang nanay. Kasi kung meron man, magkakaroon ng pinsa ng Diyos magkakaroon rin ng kapatid ng Diyos, magkakaroon ng biyanan ng Diyos. Magiging komplikado. Okay? Christ humanity came also from the Holy Spirit. Remember, Jesus is the second Adam. The first Adam was created by God, not in the womb, but out of the dust of the earth. Is there anything impossible with God? Kahit yung alikabok, hiningihan ng Diyos, ay naging first Adam. Now, the second Adam, that's Jesus, he passed through the womb of Mary, but he, 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 he did not come from Mary. Galing siya sa Holy Spirit. Okay? Kasi ang iba, tinatawag na si Mary is wife of the Holy Spirit. Kailan pa nagkaroon ng wife ang Holy Spirit? There's no such thing as wife of the Holy Spirit. She was the instrument of God, the instrument of the Holy Spirit to bring forth Jesus into the world. Now, kaya nga sabi, the child to be born will be called, what? Holy, the Son of God, holy, banal, walang inherited sin. Holy, because purely the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Papano yun? Luke 1.37 says, For nothing will be impossible with God.
Sa Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 to 9, the Bible says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As far as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. May sarili tayong paraan sa paggawa natin, pero meron ding paraan ng Diyos. And most of the time, yung paraan natin ang nasusunod. As I said, God can intervene anytime. He has His own will, but He has also His own ways of doing things. Minsan may ibang mga tao, lalo, huwag pong mamasamayin ng mga dalagang naririto. Kapag yung gusto nilang lalaki ayaw manligaw sa kanila, sila na nanliligaw. Struggle na eh. Olimbiyahe na eh. Pastor naman, manliligaw, hindi naman ang bagsak, hindi unahan ko na. Nasaan ang pagtitiwala sa Diyos? You put things into your own hands. In your promotion, you tend to manipulate rather than allow God to speak to your employer. You tend to manipulate, you tend to, to turn things towards you. If it is God's time, it is God's time. Trust God's ways of doing things. Amen? May sariling paraan ang Diyos sa lahat ho ng bagay. Minsan sa pagyaman, gusto natin maging instant millionaire. Pagka merong mga nagpipiramiding, magjo-join ka. Kasi gusto mo instant. O yun nga, mangyayari, instant na wala yung pera mo lahat. Why? Because you choose your own way rather than the way of God. Ang paraan ng Diyos para paunlarin ka is through diligence and hard work. By being honest and having integrity in your workplace. Na ikaw ay mapagkakatiwalaan ka, ikaw ay po-promote. Hindi lamang employer mo ang pwedeng panggalingan ng blessing mo. God has so many means of blessing us. Amen. Kaya magtiwala tayo sa pamamaraan ng Panginoon. It may be unconventional, but you cannot limit God by the way He does things. Pangatlong bagay na ginawa rin ni Mary ang pagtitiwala sa salita ng Panginoon. And this is something that we can learn about her. Trust in God's Word. In verse 38, she said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Say, servant. I let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. That's all. Umalis na yung angel nung matapos sabihin ni Mering, I am the servant. Ano ibig sabihin ng servant? Ang isang servant may master. Ang servant, hindi siya ang magpapasunod sa master. Kundi siya ang susunod sa master. So sabi ni Mary, I am the servant of the Lord. It means I will obey. I will follow whatever my master would tell me. And sabi niya, let it be to me according to your word. Maaring hindi pa malinaw sa isipan ni Mary kung ano yung mga bagay na pinapaayag ng anghel. Maaring hindi pa siya aware sa kabuuan ng istorya sa isipan ng Panginoon patungkol sa sangkatauhan at siyang instrumento ng Panginoon. Nevertheless, ang sabi niya, mangyari sa akin ang sinabi ng salita ng Diyos. Ito isang pagtitiwala. I'm willing to let go my own plans. I'm willing to go my own purposes. I'm willing to give my entirely to God. I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to His Word. What kind of faith is that? That's an absolute faith before the Lord. Lord, bahala ka na. Alam nyo ba na maraming possible implications ang kanyang desisyong pagtanggap sa plano ng Panginoon? Isa na dyan ay yung pong shame and persecution. Could you imagine, buntis ka, wala kang asawa, at pagkatapos, ikaw ay lalakad sa kalsada, what do you think people would tell you? 
Hindi lang siyang mapipintasan, kundi yung buong lahi niya. Shame and persecution. Pwede siyang laitin. Pwede niya sabihin ng lahat ng mga masasamang salita na pwede niyang matanggap. Hindi lamang yun, pwede itong mag-cost ng kanyang kamatayan dahil isang adulterer sa kanilang panahon. Ang parusa ay death penalty by stone. Another is magkakaroon siya ng abnormal sitwasyon sa kanyang buhay. Marahil magtatago-tago siya hanggang sa kanyang pagbubuntis dahil pinipersecute siya. Ayaw na niya magpakita sa tao. Things would no longer be normal for her. Yung kanyang boyfriend. Hindi lang boyfriend yun eh. Sa tingin ng maraming tao, para niya ng asawa yun, bagamat walang sexual union. Yung kasi ibig sabihin ng betrothed. Okay? Magkaposibleng hiwalayan siya. At yun nga yung muntik na mangyari. Hiwalayan siya ni Joseph. Buti na lang nag-intervene again ang Panginoon. Relational breakup and she may not marry again. Now, what's my point of saying all of these possible implications? Our obedience to God as an expression of our trust to Him has a cost to pay. May presyo ho tayong babayaran sa pagsunod natin sa Panginoon. Yes, we enjoy God's favor. We enjoy God's blessing but there are also sacrifices attached to it. Alam kong marami sa inyo, gustong-gusto nyo nang mag-shopping. Gustong-gusto nyo nang manood ng sine, pero nandito ko ngayon, ang pinapanood mo, hindi naman artista. Mukha lang. It's because you have decided to hear God's word first. Obedience has a price. Dito nasusukat kung gaano kalaki yung pagtitiwala natin sa Panginoon if we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Because when we do that, all these things shall be added unto us. Amen. Kaya nga sa December 25, may service na rin tayo ng one entry dito. Sa New Year, may service pa tayo ng one entry dito. Alam kong nasa isipan ninyo, Metro Manila Film Festival. But we have time for God. Kaya ngayon pa lang, sa birthday ni Jesus, iniimbitahan ko na kayo. Imbitado kayo. Obedience and trust ay may presyong binabayaran. But look, in, in chapter 1, verse 48, For behold, from now on, generations will all generations will call me blessed. Alam niyo may ibig sabihin ng salitang blessed? From the word makarizo. Hindi makarena, makarizo. Yung word na mak, dyan po nang galing yung salitang makro. Okay? Meaning large or go big. Okay? Alam nyo ba yung grocery na macro? Ano ba yung tawag yun? Macro. Macro nga. Kita nyo lahat ng mobili nyo, French press, ganyan kalalaki <laughs> supot. Go large. Ibig sabihin, parang sinasabing, from now on, all generation will call me big time. Sino sa inyo naniwalang bless kayo ni Lord? Oh, big time kayo. Sabi nyo sa katabi, big time ka. Why? Because we have a big, big God. He gives us more than we are able to ask and pray according to the power that is at work within us. Big time tayo sa harapan ng Panginoon. If you embrace God's plan in your life, you are big time. If you embrace God's word, you are big time. Because you embrace and put your trust on the big God. Amen. Embrace God's plan in your life. Embrace God's word. Sa Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 to 11, God is fond of giving promises. Allow me to just read verse 11. 
So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. But it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. In simple words, whatever I say will not return to me void and empty. Ano man ang sabihin ko, ay i-accomplish nito ang layuning itinakda ko. Kung may sinabi ang sa inyong Panginoon, gaganapin ang Panginoon yun because God is not a liar. Amen. Hindi babalik sa Diyos yung kanyang salita, yung kanyang pangako na hindi nangyayari kung ano yung bagay na sinabi niya sa inyo. That's the kind of God that we have because God is faithful. He is even more faithful than our unbelief. He is even more faithful than our unfaithfulness because He is a loving God. Church, will you allow God to work through you to accomplish His plans? You have your plans. God has His own plans. Will you be willing? Will you be willing? Or will you allow God to work through you to accomplish His plans? Trusting God means placing all things in His hands all the way. Wala kang reservation. Wala kang sasabing, Lord, magtitiwala ako sa iyo kung Lord, magkitiwala ako sa iyo kung mayroong kondisyong isineset. Lord, I will put my trust in you. Period. In all the way, bibigay mo at pagkakatiwala mo sa Diyos ang lahat ng concerns mo sa buhay. Kung si Mary po ay tinawag ng Panginoon, bagamat sinabi natin kanina, she was unlikely to be chosen, unqualified to be chosen, and yet God chose her. If there's something that we can learn from the lesson of her life, it's just putting her trust in God. And so we are, we must put our trust in God. And Mary said in Luke chapter 1, verse 46, Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord. And in verse 47, And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Ang aking kaluluwa ay niluluwa lahat yung Panginoon spirito ay nagdiriwang sa Diyos na aking Panginoon. Church, ang tanong ko, si Mary ba ay nangangailangan ng tagapagligtas? Para hindi ko kayo marinig. Si Mary ay hindi tagapagligtas. Siya ay nangangailangan at nangailangan ng tagapagligtas. And she said, God, my Savior. Kung si Mary ay nangangailangan ng tagapagligtas, siya ay pinili na lang Diyos to be the mother of the Messiah, of Jesus Christ. And yet, she said, God my Savior, she needed a Savior. Mas lalong tayo po, nangangailangan tayo ng tagapagligtas sa buhay natin. Don't think that you are good enough. Don't think that you are strong enough. Don't think that you are capable enough. Every one of us, every one of us needs a Savior. That's why Christ came. Because God knows we cannot save ourselves. No matter how good we are, no matter how, how, how rich we are, we all need a Savior. And Jesus Christ was born precisely to tell us that He is the Savior of the world and He can save you only if you surrender your life to Him. Let's bow down our head. Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank You for Your goodness. Thank You, Lord, because we know we may be unqualified, we may be undeserving, we are unlikely to be chosen, and yet you chose people like us to be called children of God. Panginoon, maraming salamat po 
Dahil alam namin ang biyaya mo ang nagsusustain sa bawat isa. Bow down your heads and kausapin niyo si Lord. And say to Him how much you put your trust in Him. Para hindi mo maintindihan ang sitwasyon mo ngayon. Sabihin mo yan sa Panginoon. Not that you don't trust Him, but for you to lay down everything to Him. Para hindi mo maintindihan ang nangyayari sa marriage mo, put it in the hands of God. Para hindi mo alam paano babayaran yung utang mo, put your trust in God. Para nagkakagulo sa loob ng pamilya mo, put your trust in God. Maybe you are uncertain about your future and you don't know where to go and what to do. But it put your trust in God. You may not know what lies ahead, but God knows. Maring ang baba ng tingin mo sa iyong sarili dahil pinakikinggan mo mga bagay na sinasabi sa iyo ng mundo o ng mga tao sa paligid mo. Pero pakinggan mo lang ang sinasabi ng Diyos at ang sabi ng Panginoon, You are blessed, you are favored. Ano man ang tingin mo sa iyong sarili, pakinggan mo lang ang sinasabi ng Diyos, Ikaw ay anak ng Panginoon. Ikaw ay ginawa niyang mapagtagumpay at ikaw ay kanyang pinagpala. Huwag mong kaawaan ng iyong sarili dahil hindi ka kawawa, mapalad ka. I can say there are people with pain in their hearts. I can sense that strongly. Mayroong mga sakit at pait sa inyong puso. Ano mang karanasan yung inyong dinanas na may kapaitan sa inyong puso sa oras na ito, iiyak lang ninyo sa Panginoon. Iiyak ninyo hindi dahil sa naawa kayo sa inyong sarili, iiyak ninyo dahil alam ninyo ang Diyos na inyong iniiyakan ay may pagkakatiwalaan. Naririnig niya ang iyak ng inyong puso. Lord, can you just touch everyone here to- today? Hawakan mo ang kanilang mga pusong sugatan. Hawakan mo ang kanilang isipang nag-aalala. Hawakan mo ang kanilang mga paningin na kadiliman ang nakikita. Minister to them right now, Lord. You touch them with the power of your Holy Spirit. Paring sa tingin nila, imposible ang kanilang sitwasyon. But the Lord says, the power of the Most High will come upon you, will overshadow you, what is impossible with men are all possible with God. Kapatid, magtiwala ka sa Diyos, walang imposible sa Kanya. Say your concern to God right now. God is listening.